It's 10K Dollar Day, and it's episode 17. 17. Hi, everyone. Yes. Um, I'm Lulu Picard. And I'm Allison Burns. And this is 10K Dollar Day. This is 10K Dollar Day. I already said that. Uh, just, this is great. Geez. No scripting at all. Okay. Yeah, so Lulu. Yes. You know how, like, a couple minutes ago before we started the podcast, you were like, Allison, your phone sounds weird. It sounds like you're in your car. Yes. I'm recording in my car. Are you? <laughs> Why? I have because I'm driving and I have no. an hour drive. How are you going to do that? You're just on no, the phone. No, it's all set up. No, it's great. Listen, I have that mic stand that I have is leaned over and it's right in front of my mouth. This is very unsafe. I from, feel. No, it's not unsafe. I'm literally just talking and I have the headset on, so I'm hands free. <laughs> and the computer is in the passenger seat it's just recording away and it's just I mean we might get a little bit of like ambient like sounds from like my actual tires hitting the pavement on the highway but other than that like I am killing like six birds with one stone right now but you're gonna be safe yeah wait how are you going to look at your notes um, well, here's what I thought. I thought at least I'd get, like, wish list, obsession, all the first half hour of this out of the way. And then if I felt like I wasn't able to continue, then I would be like, hey, pause. But I'm thinking I should be to the studio by the time you get done with your 10K day. Oh, oh okay. So so I'm going first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we'll just pause and I'll run inside and set up and then be like, all right, now my 10K day. Well, because should we? Otherwise, like, I was going to have to text you and be like, I can't start till 10. And then I was like, oh my God, I have to, it's going to be a long night. Um, okay. I Can I be on record and tell me that it makes me really nervous? Yes. I mean, I, we can stop, but I would just have to, like, call you back when I get to the studio. I think we need to stop. It makes me so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you and I could stay on the phone and just talk on the phone because I have lots to tell you, but I feel like we should record it when you're not driving. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm literally just talking, though. No, like, the I The mic's not it. even near the steering wheel. But, I mean, I've already recorded once with you when the mic fell off and hit you in the head. That's true. That did happen. Right. I mean, the only thing that I think would be, like, semi-unsafe is if I had to, like, slam on my brakes, it might knock my teeth out. Okay, we're going to pause and we'll see you guys in a bit. <laughs> okay, so for everyone who's worried, where are you right now, Allison? I am now currently at my dining room table at home. Oh. At, oh. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hello? Yes. Yes. Yeah, can he? Okay, thank you. All right, bye. Pizza's going to come to me. That's the way to do it, Domino's. That's the way to do it. Um, okay, tell us where you are. Also, there's going to be a knock on my door in like two minutes. That's okay. You know what? It's kind of the route we're going right now. We're just kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, I'm I'm safe. I'm at my home and i am uh, <laughs> got a bowl of Cheerios and a glass of wine. Oh, you're the fanciest. I know, right? Everyone should also know that Allison is the type of person who will text while she crosses um, streets in New York City, which always used to drive me up the wall as well. I like to multitask. I know, but I used to text. If I saw her doing it, I would text her from the sidewalk saying, stop looking at your phone. (laughs) That's so true. 
That one time you did save me from getting hit by a bicycle. Yeah, because it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I got that now. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have some uh, footnotes from previous stuff, previous episodes okay. to talk about. Um, first okay. of all, our listener, Danny Larenka, yes. <laughs> was annoyed <laughs> that... I didn't know how to pronounce the restaurant in, in Asheville because the it was spelled C U R A T E. Oh, pause. Hold on. <laughs> Hi, how are you today? I wonder what kind of pizza she got. I'm gonna guess pepperoni, gluten free. Have a good night. Thank you so much. I'm back and I have a pizza. What kind did you get? I got a. Gluten-free mm-hmm. pizza with, mm-hmm. I almost forgot, so let me look at it, um, with green peppers and tomatoes oh. and pepperoni. Oh. Ah, okay. I was half right. What did you guess? I guessed gluten-free with pepperoni. Okay, you were close. So it's spelled C-U-R-A-T-E, which is an English word, curate, and so he was like, I think that she just spelled curate, and so... um. Danny called the restaurant and waited for them to pick up and then hung up again just so he could hear them. Uh, <laughs> just so he could hear how they answered the phone. And they said, uh, thank you for calling Curate. Um, it is Curate. It is Curate, yeah. So, um, see, so he's kind of like our producer for the week. That's hysterical. Yeah. Is that yeah. what producers do? I don't know. Um, I feel like they would do that prior so then we don't make the mistake on air maybe Uh, you're probably right about that i also heard another cool thing from another listener Mm -hmm. um rachel gallagher says that every couple years i guess she and her friends do a mystery trip what does that mean okay so it's a group of i'm not sure how many um people there are but they were all they all went to college together they decide on a budget and they decide on days like a time Mm -hmm. period and then one or two people in that group are in charge of everything and no one knows where they're flying to until. And they just switch every time, like who's in charge of it. So at least somebody is always surprised. Yeah, I think that it's probably a group of like five to seven girls because the way that she was saying it, most of the people are surprised. It's only one or two people who plan it. And they That's give really cool. They give all the money to that to the point person and they pick the city, pick everything and, and they just tell them what type of stuff to pack. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I know. I love that. We should do that. Okay, for real Let's though, I have it. to stop and eat like I'm starving. Okay. All right. Okay, we are fed. <laughs> now we're going to be, it's going to run very smoothly. Oh my goodness. This is a rough start, I feel. But I think it's okay. Okay. I trust you and your editing skills. Yeah, and you know, this. we like to portray real life. Um <laughs> And this is a real life situation. Things aren't always perfect. That's true. So I think people will appreciate our <laughs> candidness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that you're not driving, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah. We're going to talk about our wish list first. Oh, my gosh. I totally jumped forward. Yes, of course. We're going to okay. talk about it first. Um, let's do Obsessions. My obsession is my new Apple Watch. 
Oh, you got an Apple Watch. I did. I went into the T-Mobile and I said, uh, well, my husband actually talked to them and about like just adding it to our plan mm-hmm. so we can just pay for it monthly. Right. <laughs> and um, so we did. We each got one and I love it. What do you love about it? Well, I love it because my three-year-old uses my phone a lot. Mm-hmm. And so if she has my phone, I still get all my calls and my text messages to my watch. Okay. Um, like when I was, uh, you know, at the store the other day, my my phone was all the way deep down in my purse. But I was able to text right from my watch so I didn't have to look for it. Perfect. Um, Last night when I had a gig, my hands were full and Heather and I were trying to get inside the venue and we had to call someone to get in. And she had all her costumes and bags and I had all my costumes and bags. And she's like, oh, hold on. I'll put my stuff down. I said, no, wait, I'll call from my watch. So I was able to just (laughs) press the button and we called right there to get in. So it's just really convenient and it tracks my steps and my heart rate and it tracks my sleep so I can see like how well I slept um, I just really like it. I, I'm constantly connected, which I guess could be bad, but I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. I've always, um, I go back and forth with whether I want one. So sometimes I really, really, really want one and then other times I don't. But I'll probably get one at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's a good obsession. Yeah. What's yours? Okay. Um, so in order to tell you about the obsession, I have to tell you that... Uh, I was in Shanghai a couple nights ago. I just flew in last night. I'm super jet lagged. And um, when I was in Shanghai, I went with the other director and I, we we went out for a night and we had just finished all of our openings and they all went really, really well. So that one night we had nothing to do as far as work. Mm -hmm. So we decided to go to the Bund, which is this area of Shanghai, which is... um, it's on the water. It's a shopping district. It's on the water, and you can see the skyline from there. There's a lot of like viewing points to see the skyline, and everything lights up, and it's really beautiful. And there's a river, so it's great. And since we were in that area, we were like, well, let's just go have dinner, and let's go, let's go all out for dinner. Let's do a celebratory. We just kicked butt on this install dinner. Yeah. Um. So I had a 10k dinner. Oh. <gasps> What did you have? In Shanghai. Well, first of all, do you remember how I how in my Shanghai 10K day I talked about this restaurant that only had two seats? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that where you went? No, because that has a minimum spend of uh, of more money than I, than I have. But okay. the three restaurants that you can order from mm-hmm. to eat at that, I went to one of those restaurants. So I went to um, Jean-Georges, which there is one in New York as well. He has a lot of restaurants all over the world. But I went to Jean-Georges in Shanghai. And my obsession is the caviar egg appetizer, which is – wait till you see a picture of this dish. I saw it on the the screen downstairs and I was like, we're eating there. (laughs) I'm eating that dish and we're eating there. First of all, yeah. it's super, super soft scrambled eggs, but they almost seem like they have more yolk in it than normal scrambled eggs, and they're really soft. It's almost like a custard. Okay. That's layered with um, a creme fraiche that I think they said was a vodka 
creme fraiche, but it might just be normal creme fraiche. And then on top of that is caviar. And mm. this is all served in an eggshell. In a shell? In an eggshell. And it comes on an but egg. You don't cup. eat the shell. No, you, you take spoon. it out. There's a tiny no, there's a tiny little spoon. And you reach down like it's a parfait. Like you get from the bottom up. Yeah. Yeah. And you eat it but out of the But how did you eggshell. know how to eat that? Like if it would have come to me, I would have been like, now what? Do they tell you? Or were you just like acting like you knew? No, they tell or did you. you know? They tell okay. you because before every course, they tell you what it is. And they also tell you how to eat it. That's amazing. Because mm-hmm. so, I would feel dumb. I'd be looking around at everyone else like, how do I eat this? No, that's the nice thing. They tell you. Like they even brought us, you know, at the beginning, they brought us these three little um, – amuse-bouches, these three little like tastes of things. You don't order them. They just come to the table. And he even told yeah. us what order to eat them in. Oh. Right? That's awesome. Yeah. So my obsession is that caviar egg and I can't wait to put a picture on the Instagram. It's one of the yeah, that's exciting. most delicious things I've ever had in my life. Wow. Yeah. <gasps> that's so cool. It was great. Um, what's on your wish list? Um, I had a hard time thinking of something, but I guess what I've kind of been ho- wishing that I had was a gym partner. Oh. Yeah. To go like to someone, the gym with. Yeah, or just to like go take a class with or somebody who was just a little more motivated than me, but not enough so. <laughs> so you don't feel that, guilty like, if annoying. you can't go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's like that perfect storm, but it's just, you know. I wish I lived in the same place as you. I know. Because then I could be your gym yeah. partner. I know. Because I've been telling myself, like, you, you've got to keep working out because, like, once you go to Hawaii, you're going to be mad at yourself. You're going to be like, man, I had all these months to get in good shape and I didn't do it. But I'm just so tired all the time. Do you have any – like, I have two people in my life that every time I go to the gym and every time they go to the gym, we send pictures of ourselves. Oh, no, I don't have anyone like that. I can be your buddy. Do you want to send me pictures of yourself every time you go to the gym? It's just basically like a, hey, I made it. And then I'll be like, oh, what you doing today? And you'll say I'm doing some cardio, like 20 minutes of cardio, and then I'm going to go lift some stuff. And I'll be like, oh, what are you lifting today? Oh, you know, I'm doing my arms. And you're like, wow, me too. I'm doing your arms too. That's like basically how our conversations go. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I can be your virtual gym buddy. Okay. Boom. Yeah, let's try that. We're going to try it. See if that helps me. I'm sure it will. <laughs> um, my wish list item is a magic jet lag pill. Oh, I knew that was going to be it. I I'm knew it was so be miserable. I about that. Well, you know, in the, um, the older I get, <laughs> uh-huh. the harder it is to shake it. Because I feel like 10 years ago when I had jet lag, you just get tired. And you're like, I'm so sleepy. When can I take a nap? Yeah. And... Um, and now jet lag feels like the flu and it feels like someone punches you in your lower back. I don't Ugh. understand. So, um, yeah, jet lag is rough. Today I, I left work early. I slept for six hours and I'm going to take a sleeping pill and hopefully like knock out tonight and then I should be okay. But we'll yeah. see. I'm on a 12 hour time difference, which is exactly opposite that's, of what you want it to yeah, be. That's a lot. <laughs> It is a lot. It is a lot. Um, Oh, I forgot to tell you. I also had a seaweed wrap last week. Okay. Not to eat, but like at a spa. Oh. (laughs) I just realized it sounded like a dish. 
But it did, and all I kept thinking was, oh, is it like my sushi burrito? No. <laughs> no, I did a seaweed wrap, and because <laughs> I got a massage, because one of the things that I, like, if I have a long flight, I budget it into my life that I will have a massage at the beginning and end of a long flight. Because my back just, oh, okay. you know, it can't take it. So I went to have a massage and the woman was like, oh, you really should have a seaweed wrap. And I was like, I mean, I know you're trying to sell me a seaweed wrap. Um, <laughs> but I don't think so. And she gave it to me for so cheap that I basically was like, yes, I'm going to do that. And then she threw in a free yeah. hot stone massage. And I was like, oh, you really do oh. think I should get this wrap. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. Have you ever had a wrap at a spa? Uh... No. This was my first one. I don't think they're my thing because I'm too okay. claustrophobic for it. That makes sense. Also, yeah, it's like it tightens your skin, right? Yeah, but it's not the fact that it tightens your skin. So this is was a clay mud mask that they put on my body, all over mm-hmm. my body. And then you lay in a table that kind of looks like a tanning bed-ish, but your face is outside of it. So your head is outside of it. But okay. – um, but your body's enclosed in this tanning bed, and then it steams you. Oh. And I was like, uh, I don't know. It feels – this feels stressful to me. And I was fine while she was in the room because she sat and talked to me for, like, the first the first steaming session. And then, um, and then you steam again. During the yeah. second steaming session, she said, I'll be right back, and left the room. And all of a sudden, I was like, what happens – if the ship collides with something and I have to get out of this and I don't know how to get out of it, can I get out of it? So then I started like testing it to see if I could get out of it myself. And I realized that if I like pushed my knee up, it would unlatch the thing. And I was like, okay, but I kept testing it. And I guess I kept testing it so much that I actually turned it off. And she came in and she goes, what happened? And I said, oh, I was testing to see if I could get out of the bed by myself. And she goes, well, no one has ever done that before because you completely turned off the machine. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> and she just died laughing. And I was like, it was a little stressful for me. <laughs> she goes, I'm so oh sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She was like, what did you do? I was too – I couldn't take it. Because I just – well, first of all, I felt like I was being steamed, which is not the most pleasant feeling. Um, But secondly, I just got scared that I would be stuck in that machine forever. Yeah. I – listen, I totally understand your fear. Good. Yeah. Anyway, how long were you in it? I think it was a total of 30 minutes of steaming. I think it was like 20 and 15, maybe. So 35. I mean, that's a long time. It's a long to, like, time be to wrapped. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like 15 would be a better. Well, idea. but I wasn't wrapped. I was, I had the clay mud. So I could freely move my body. Right. Kind of, except you're lying down in a bed. But it gets hard, doesn't it? Doesn't the, uh, no, because mud of, get hard. No, because of the steam. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, okay. it, it was a detoxy thing. I I will say that my muscles felt really good afterwards. So I had um, a massage right after, and my muscles were like super pliable because yeah. they'd been steamed for half an hour. That's nice. Yeah, but I think I'm too claustrophobic and have too much anxiety for something like that again. <laughs> It was not as as relaxing as I think it was supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so we've done our obsessions. We've done our wish list. Is it time for 10K days? 
I think it's I think it's that time. Okay, good because I think that right now we're like at seventy five minutes or something. Um, I know. <laughs> okay, so you want to go first? Me first. Yeah, I'll go first. You said you'll go first. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right. So um, this one's fun. You know, I'm a military brat. Uh-huh. So are you. So we've lived a lot of different places, and this is actually a place I used to live. Oh. And I decided. I'm going to go back and see what I can do there. And that place is Seattle, Washington. (gasps) Oh, I love Seattle. Yeah. Okay. And I was young when I lived there. I was like, I guess, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Okay. Um, Okay. So the first thing I found was a five diamond hotel. Oh. So I guess that's even bigger than a five star I don't know. It says it's the Pacific Northwest only five diamond hotel. Um, But actually, it wasn't crazy expensive. It's the Fairmont Olympic Hotel. Uh huh. And now I will say, though, the biggest, like, most luxurious suite you had to call. And I just was like, uh, I just didn't have it in me to, like, play along. Uh huh. So I did only, (laughs) I did only go for the one that was like, um, you know, that I could see the price. I do that all so the time. Yeah. I went for the deluxe executive suite. Uh, and for two nights, that was $1,369.77. Oh, that is on the lower end of what we normally yeah, pay. Yeah, it's not terrible. And that's the bed and breakfast package. Oh, really? So you also get breakfast for both nights or both, both mornings that you're there. Okay. Yeah. So I stayed there. A really beautiful place. Um... Not bad. Um, and, you know, they had like the, the tub and the walk-in shower and the separate, you know, living room and the big king bed. So it was just really nice. So I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to have the free breakfast that's included. Then I'm hiring a private tour guide to take me to Mount Rainier. Oh. And give me a guide, like to be my guide and help me like, you know, get to know the the mountain and the national park there. That sounds and great. And I've been to Mount Rainier before and it's so cool because it could be like the summertime and you drive up there and then all of a sudden there's snow. And I have pictures of me in like fourth grade, like in shorts and a t-shirt, like standing in the snow oh my with goodness. my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to get a tour guide and for four hours... It's $1,190 for this private guide. way more money than I thought that would be. I know. And I'm, I'm, I don't know if you're supposed to tip tour guides, but I'm guessing you do. I think you do. Okay, so I added on an extra $250, Over which is like 20% $1, of $1,000 for four hours? Yeah, so now with tip, it's $1,440 Okay, so four question. Hours. Do you? Are you climbing this mountain? What kind of things? Is this a climb thing or is it a ride a cable car thing? And when they're your guide, where do they take you? Um, it just says that they pick you up uh-huh. in like their SUV and they take you to the national park and give you a tour and talk to you about, you know, what's exciting and whatever. They talk to you about the land. Then they take you to Mount Rainier and you get like a private tour of the mountain. So I don't know if you're hiking but it's only four hours, so I imagine you can't go, like, that far. Maybe they drive you part of the way and then stop and talk to you about it and take you to, like, places no one else has seen. Like, I don't know, secret waterfalls. 
<laughs> but now we're just hoping. There's going to be secret waterfalls and uh, hot springs. Yeah. And I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> if it was real money, I would done. I would have like really looked into it and been like, "Is this worth it?" But I was like, my my hotel was so cheap that I was like, "Whatever." Here's fifteen hundred dollars. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Um. So one of my favorite things about Seattle is the Space Needle. Oh. And it's so iconic. And like everyone talks about, oh, you have to go up to the Space Needle. So I went to their website and I was like, oh, I'm going to have lunch at the Space Needle. I'm so excited. And I click on it and it says, the Space Needle, we're getting a space lift. Oh, no. Closed for renovations. The whole Space Needle? The whole Space Needle. And so I read about it. But they're putting in, it's the world's first rotating glass floor. Oh. So, you know how the Space Needle, well, I don't know if you've ever been. But no, Space I haven't. Needle, normally, it's, it looks like just windows, right? So, it's like big windows that you look out uh-huh. and it goes all the way around. And it did not rotate. Well, over the years, um, it they added the rotating to it. But now, they're putting in the floor is glass. So, it's not just windows. <sighs> So people with a fear of heights are going to hate this. Yeah. And it still rotates. And they said the type of glass that they're putting in, when you're inside the Space Needle, if you look down, you can see down. But if you're on the ground and you look up, you can't see through it. Like we couldn't look up and see people standing there. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I want to do that. I know. But I was super bummed because I was like, well, that was going to be my like – you know, big spend was this like dinner at the Space Needle. So then I started looking around for um, a place to eat and I found a really luxurious restaurant and it's called Canlis. Canlis? And, yeah, C A N L I S. L I S. Okay. Canlis, I guess. Like it's so fancy that it says. There's a a proper attire that you must wear. And it says under that, it says, there's a time and a place to look casual. And tonight you're going big. So dress the part. Oh. We are a, yeah, we're a dressy, fine dining restaurant. Gentlemen must wear a suit or sports coat. No casual or athletic attire. So they're pretty fancy. Um, And what I loved about it is they have private rooms that you can rent out to have dinner and you can do it by the number of people so normally if you want a private room at a restaurant it seats like you know 30 to 100 people Mm -hmm. or you have to rent the whole place out this they actually have a room that's for two to four guests oh so So you can rent out and it's called the cachet Uh uh-huh and um it says it was originally built as the owner's office and it says, uh, but it quickly became the most exclusive table in Seattle. Oh. It's an entirely private, intimate room on the second floor of our restaurant with spectacular views across Lake Union. And it includes a telescope, <gasps> uh huh, <gasps> a sound system, a chaise lounge, and for the room rental, it's $150. Just to go in, like to rent the room. That doesn't include any food, anything that you order. It has a telescope? Yes. That's so cool. I know. I think the 150 is totally worth it. I do too. Yeah. Okay. So so that's $150. Now, 
They also have then their four course menu, which is actually not bad. It's only $115 per person mm-hmm. for four courses. And they have many options. Well, I should say probably four to six options in each course. So I picked um, the canless salad, which is their great grandmother's recipe for the first course. Then I picked um, the Dungeness crab, mm-hmm. which is kohlrabi and chrysanthemum. I don't know. Well, kohlrabi is a, a root vegetable. So maybe that's on the side. Yeah. And chrysanthemums yeah. are flowers. That's on the side too. Okay. Yeah. Then I um, did an upcharge for the A5 Miyazaki. Is that a steak? Oh, A5 is... I want to say that's a designation of beef, but I don't... Yeah, I think it's like a steak. Because everything else was not steak. So I was guessing that... This was the steak option. Miyazaki. I don't know. I don't know. Or some sort of red meat. And it has spring onions with a sauce of grilled brassica brassica, brassica? (laughs) leaves and currant vinegar. And guess how much it is to upcharge to that? How much? $105 extra. Wow. For that one dish. Wow. So all of a sudden, that one fifteen skyrocketed to like two twenty. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for the dessert, um, black sesame, chocolate, blood orange, and yogurt. Oh, my, that sounds amazing. I know. I was like, okay. So still though, two twenty like for ten k day, that is not bad. Correct. So I was like, okay, I need to go and look at their um, wine and spirits list. So I click on the wine and spirits list, Lulu. It's eighty pages long. <laughs> Eight zero eighty. <laughs> like I started scrolling, I got to page twenty, and I was like, my, I was falling asleep. I was like, I can't look at this anymore. So I finally was like, the next really expensive thing I see, I'm just gonna order that by the bottle. I don't care what it is. Sure. And of course, the very next thing I saw, it was champagne. It was Krug, and it said Close Diambonne. Blanc de Noir Brut Ambonet, 1996. What was the, the first bottle? word that you said that had the A sound at the end of it? It's the same word. It's repeated twice. Ambonet. Ambonet. De Ambonet. Is it, is it one word or several words? There's a lot of words in this. Okay, never But Ambonet is just one word. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. But I, I can't <laughs> tell what you're saying. You. Okay. <laughs> um, guess how much this one bottle of champagne is? Um, how many digits? Four. Four? Uh-huh. Uh, so it's over $1,000. Uh-huh. I have no idea. Well, let's just say it's almost... Half of our 10K <gasps> budget. No way. Yes. I was freaking out. It's $4,800. Oh my goodness. For one bottle. They had many on there that were like 2200 2800 And then I saw that one. I was like, oh my God. I have never in my life seen something that expensive to drink. 
Did you get it? $4,800. Yes. Good. So my grand total now for this like mid-morning lunch <laughs> is $6,174. This is your lunch? For lunch. Well, see? So it was a good thing the Space Needle was closed. Isn't that insane? $6,000. I know. That's incredible. I know. Crazy. Okay. Okay. So after that, because I obviously had to put on some nice clothes to go to this restaurant. Now I'm going to go to the hotel. I'm going to change into some comfy clothes. I'm going to take a nap because now I don't have that much more money to spend. Yeah. Um, and then when I wake up, I'm going to go to Cafe Allegro, which is the home to Seattle's oldest espresso bar. Oh. Yeah. And it's... um. One of the country's finest Seattle-style coffee roasters. Well, you are in the so, land of coffee. Yeah. So I'm going to go and get a coffee slash espresso. I honestly, they didn't really have a menu. I was just going to be like, hey, whatever you want to make me, whatever your best is, make it. Yeah. And then I'm also going to do their coffee subscription. Oh, see? That's the way to go. Yeah, I took I took a, a page out of your book. So <laughs> I'm going to do for a... Well, it's $19 a month, and they just charge you monthly. But I'm going to be like, hey, can I just pay you for the year so I don't have to think about it? Perfect. And because I only have ten grand today, <laughs> it could be gone tomorrow. <laughs> so I did the dark roast, and it's so it's two twenty eight for the year. So I'm just going to give them all that up front. Okay. Um, and then I guess that my coffee would be like 10 bucks, So it's like two thirty eight for my trip to the Cafe Allegro. Sure. Okay, so after that. I found out that there was a film festival next or this week happening um, in Seattle, and it's called the Wild and Scenic Film Festival. Nice. And it inspires people to explore the natural world um, and to contribute to the protection of water, air, and wild places. So all the films are about nature. Um, adventure, conservation, energy, climate change. Oh, wow. So it has like this theme to it, which I thought was really cool. Um, $45 is the price of admission. And with that, you get a canteen. A canteen? Yeah. Okay. I know. You get a festival sticker. Nice. You You get one hour of happy hour with beer, wine, and soda. Now we're talking. You get some hors d'oeuvres for the hour. And uh, you get a Chinook book. Mm, no idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, no idea who that is. C H I N O O K. Chinook? Chinook. I don't know. I, no. Um, yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah. So that's only, that's only $45. And it's only this one evening. So um, it starts at 530. From 530 to 630 is the happy hour. And then from 630 to 1030 are the films. Can you and fill the canteen with the beer and wine at the party? Absolutely. Okay, great. Just checking. Yeah. Um, oh, you're so smart. <laughs> um, I'd be like, well, you gave it to me. I didn't, I didn't know what I the know, problem right? was. Um, then they also are doing a raffle to win a four day rafting trip for two. Oh, <laughs> so I'm going to buy some raffle tickets. You're so- I'm going <laughs> to buy 60 of them <laughs> for $500. That's so smart. <laughs> yeah. So my grand total for this film festival is $545. Oh, well done. And I, I bet you that I'll win that trip too. Of course you I bet will. nobody else has 60 of those. <laughs> Um, 
Okay. <laughs> After that, I actually came across a really cool place um, that uh, I guess for lack of, I don't know if they call it this. I'm going to call it this. But I think it was kind of like the original Space Needle. Oh. And I found it. I mean, they actually call it Seattle's original skyscraper. Okay. Um, and it's called the Smith Tower. And it's kind of the same exact thing, just not as high. But it's still an observatory. And it has glass windows. And it doesn't turn. But you can walk around and see all of Seattle from the Smith Tower. And it's kind of more of a rustic feel to, to it. So it's $19 to get in to the actual tower. Then it's $8 more to get up to the observatory. And then from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m., they have late night happy hour. Oh. So the food, all the food is $8 each and all the cocktails are $8 each. Wow. Yeah. So I, with everything, I'm going to spend $70 after that. So that's going to be kind of like my late night dinner slash drinking at the Smith Tower. And I'll actually get my my view of Seattle. Okay. And uh, that's it. And my grand total is 9000 <gasps> $836.77. Yay! Yeah. Oh, Seattle. It's all because of that champagne. Oh, that, that champagne did you good. Yeah. So, I'm so excited. When the Space Needle is open, because you've been there and I haven't, is it, yeah. um, what do you do with the Space Needle? Like, is it mostly a restaurant or do people just go up yes. there just to look at stuff? You can. You can go up and just like, oh, here I am. Let's look out the windows. And they have like a gift shop. You know, with like a space needle keychain or whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, like a, a snow globe with a space needle and it's rain instead of snow because it's Seattle. Stuff like that. Is it, um, do you take an elevator up? Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done it. Yeah. But now apparently it's going to be even cooler, so. I love that they said they're I getting like a space lift. I was literally about to say that. That's why I said I love. Uh, really? Yeah. I was literally about to say it. I love the space lift. Space lift. And they actually have a sign on the outside of it, like up in the air that says we're getting a space lift. That's cute. Yeah. Um, Seattle. It's going on the list. I like Seattle a lot. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. I love Seattle because I love coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the weather because I like cold weather. Yeah, so it's of course just rainy like though. It is rainy, but it's more like misty. I find, mm-hmm. um, which I don't That's mind. True. Yeah, I never mind that. I love that uh, market, the Pike Place Market. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's so good. Um, okay, so are you ready for my 10K day? Yeah, do yours. All right. So before I tell you where I'm going, I have to do a shopping trip for the trip. Oh. Um. So within my $10,000 day, I'm going to buy a, a camera. I need a camera. So I'm buying a Canon EOS 80D DSLR video creator Oh, with okay. a power zoom adapter. <laughs> okay. I don't know uh, enough about cameras to tell you what makes that better or worse than other cameras. Um, but I'm getting that camera, which is... $1,499. Ooh, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But I need it. I need it for my day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also going to buy Supergoop Unseen Sunscreen. Okay. For $32. Um, it has frankincense extract inside for anti-inflammation, by the way. 
Oh, well, okay. as you do. And then I'm going to buy um, Off Deep Woods Repellent, which I looked up and they said it was the best mosquito repellent on the market, nice. um, which is $6. Okay. And now I'm ready for my trip to do a photo safari in Botswana. <gasps> oh, that's insane. I'm so excited. I've always wanted to do one and I'm so excited. What about made you trip. think of that? Well, um, I've always wanted to go on safari, like photo safari. Yeah. Um, and no one wants to do it with me. Like my parents aren't really into it. My sister doesn't really want to do it. Like there's not a lot of people who when I say I want to go on photo safari are like, oh, yeah, me too. I think people just have other places they want to go first. Yeah. But um, I've always wanted to do it. And I was thinking through our 10K days and thinking about how we haven't done anywhere in Africa yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, maybe this is the way to go. So I'm going to the Mambo camp in the Moremi Game Reserve in Botswana. Oh my gosh. Okay, so it's an all-inclusive resort, so you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, if you for two nights all-inclusive, it's five thousand nine hundred and seventy dollars. But this camp is supposed to be like the most luxurious camp in Botswana or something. So, okay. um, there are nine large tented suites, and they're above the ground. And from what I can tell, this this where this camp is located in the game reserve is just happens to have a lot of food for the animals. Um, so there are animals there all the time. It says you can like okay. sit on your deck and see lions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Um, and they're just hanging out. They're just hanging out. They're just hanging out. Um, you have a pool deck. You have a private plunge pool. You have oh indoor gosh. and outdoor showers. Um. Oh, it, they were talking about salas. Remember how we talked about salas? Oh yeah, yeah. And they, they said it was a pool room. Well, they say it's a daybed lounger. A daybed lounger. Yeah, for like outside huh. the pool. So I don't. Okay. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're right. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure they're right too. I'm sure that we're wrong and they're right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay. So they have the rooms are stocked with bar snacks and beer and cider. The open-air shower has a view across the floodplain. And they have the big windows. Like, even when you're lying in bed, it's just all big windows. So all you see is, like, the open grass outside. Um, Oh, here it is. The camp lies in one of the most fertile sections of the Okavango Delta, where the high nutrient content in the soil supports a vast food web, which in turn leads to great game densities. Um, They take you around in Land Rovers to go look at the game. Um, so one of the things you can do, there's lots of things you can do, but obviously I'm going to do the game drive. Now these are all included in the cost. So okay. the game drive is that you're on the, you're in the four by four car and they take you around and you have a guide. Normally it's, um, normally you're with one other, like they seat three to four people. So we would probably be with another tent, but I'm going to see if I can pay them $500 just for a private car so that it's just you know me um it says that you're gonna see lions 
leopards tigers and bears oh oh my uh <laughs> leopards and they ca- there's one leopard there that it's called the starstruck leopard which i think is a cool name um wild dog spotted hyena large herds of buffalo elephant white rhino southern giraffe blue wildebeest and birchell's zebra Oh, doesn't that sound great? That's amazing. Yeah. And um, one of the things that they also do is they have a massage. They have a spa. You can have yeah. a massage on your outdoor deck while the buffalo are feeding nearby. Wow. And hopefully that doesn't smell, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> do, you, do you think you ever like would sit there and encounter like the circle of life? You know what I mean? It did say that someone, yeah, someone said that they saw... An, like a bunch of animals like feasting another animal oh, so yeah that's intense yeah but it's like real it would be yeah no I would love it I mean no I don't love it but I would be like oh my gosh this is so exciting I know it sounds incredible they also say that in your car like if you if you were to go to this reserve and rent a car it says ensure you have a sufficient recovery kit and know how to use it because you can get stuck out there and you'll need a snorkel on your vehicle for water crossings Wow. I don't I don't know what that means. Wow. Water crossings? No, a snorkel on your vehicle. Like what how do you put a snorkel on a vehicle? Well, oh. Well, because if it has to go through the the pond, you don't want all the water to get in the radiator, so it probably flushes it out. I don't know enough. Like if it goes about... through the river? Yeah. But isn't Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to look up a picture. I'm not really sure. Um, so the massages on your deck are about a dollar per minute. So for 90 minutes, I'm guessing a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, they do a light breakfast, a brunch, a lunch, and a dinner at the camp. Um, and then here's the thing. I don't think that the rooms are air conditioned because they're very green at mm. this camp. So I'm going to bring in giant fans for the room. I'm going to give them $400 to set that up for me. I'm setting up lots and lots of citronella candles for another $400. I'm just going to like be like, <laughs> fill my room, please, with citronella candles. Because they do refer to a mosquito net a few times, which says to me, no air conditioning and also mosquitoes. Um, and after my game drive in the morning, which is what they always – they always have like a, a morning drive and an afternoon drive. So after my game drive in the morning, I'm going to come back – and I'm going to take a helicopter safari for an hour so you can just go over the planes. And that's $1,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would like that. I know. I couldn't find <sighs> a menu anywhere for anything that they uh, do. But from what I can tell, like, the they also pack picnics while you're in the um, – while you're in the jeeps and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think you go hungry at any point, but I couldn't find exactly what you're eating. Yeah. But I'm just going to go with it and and do whatever. And I can't wait. I'm going to use my my fancy camera and take lots and lots of photos. Yeah. And that's my day. You can make like a book afterwards. Yeah. Like a little photo book. And, and force all my friends to look at it and give it to them for Christmas. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> or sell it and make your 10K back. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They also have some, um, they have rhino conservation experts at this uh, hotel type of thing. And they do 
rhino conservation talks throughout the week as well. So I'm going to one of those. Okay. Um, and that's about it. They also have yoga sessions. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yoga with the lions. Yoga with the lions. Just downward dog the whole time. Um, yeah, and that's it. So for everything, in, including my giant fans and citronella candles, um, $9,007. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, it is good. And I I want to go do this so badly. Yeah. You know, just just and I there's times that you can go when it's colder cuz otherwise it'll be really 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 hot. Don't you think though that that's it's still like it'll probably really be that much money? What? Won't it like even if it would really be that much money though. Like some of these I'm like, "Oh, we won't spend that much if we actually go to these places." Don't you think that one you'd actually spend it? Well, you wouldn't have to get the camera. <laughs> Although it would be kind of a waste. Like, t- could you imagine going on photo safari and just taking your iPhone? And just, <laughs> I mean, I guess you'd have to get a camera if your whole point yeah. was to like take pictures of animals. So you'd have to get the camera, I guess. You wouldn't have to do the helicopter safari. So you would save $1,000 there. Yeah, that's true. Um, and there are other camps that are not as luxurious as this camp. But yeah. this camp also has a reputation for being in the most fertile grounds. So it's supposed to be the one that you can see the most things from. But yeah, this is an expensive trip regardless. You can't do it any cheaper because it's just all inclusive. Yeah. Ugh. I love it though. I love everything about it. Yeah. Would you do it? Would you go on photo safari? Absolutely. Yeah. Doesn't it sound so amazing? Yes. I can't. Like that's like a life changing trip. I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. And just to see all those animals in their habitat and just, oh, I I can't yeah. even imagine. I think it'd be the coolest trip ever. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So that's Botswana. I love it. We both did nine, which is good. Yeah. Um, bump, bump. All right, so you want to go to charities? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, what do you got? I'm really excited about the one I found. Okay. Um, it's called Dignity for Divas. Oh. And it's really cool. Uh, the website is dignityfordivas.org. And uh, this lady started it when she realized that there were so many homeless women who uh, just really didn't have the supplies that they needed to even take care of themselves on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So the first thing they did years ago was they started supplying what they called diva survival kits. Mm-hmm. And her and her friends would just make these kits and go out to the streets and give these kits that had a toothbrush and toothpaste, shampoo, conditioner, a washcloth, lotion, socks, jewelry, makeup, lip balm, cotton swabs, toiletry items that women need. And they would just give these kits out. Wow. And then over the course of time, they've developed more programs. So now they actually help these women. There's two other programs. One's called the Determined Diva Program, which is taking the women on the street from being homeless into low-income permanent housing. Okay. And they help them with that transition. And what they do to encourage them is every month they have a raffle. And any of the women who have transitioned into these housing developments, if they are up to date on their payments, 
their name for that month is entered into a raffle and every month they pick a winner and that winner gets this giant diva kit with like a full size shampoo conditioner, hair stuff, uh, like a blow dryer, uh, throw blankets, books, uh, body shop stuff, like makeup, oh, anything so they cool. want. So it gives them like incentive to like pay their rent on time and then they get to win every month they do it. So that's really cool. And then the third program is called the Styled Right Diva Program. And they have connected with other stylists in the area. And so if, a, if one of these women have a job interview, they will actually bring them to their shop and they will meet with a stylist who helps them shop for a look and gives them makeup tips and basically makes them feel pretty and confident in order to go out into the workplace and be successful. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Yeah, I loved it. I love that too. And I love the name. Dignity for Divas. Yeah. So it's dignityfordivas.org. Love it. Um, yep. Mine is the Botswana Rhino Reintroduction Project, which I, oh, I love it. <laughs> it's actually, um, from what I can tell, it's, it's a joint effort between the company that owns this camp that I went to and the Wilderness okay. Wildlife Trust and the Botswana Department of Wildlife. Um, nice. And it's a true success story. They've been they've actually been able to increase the number of white and black rhinos into the wilds of this delta. Okay. Um, it says it's a reintroduction of them into the delta, so I think that they were pretty much gone, and now they've come up and raised the numbers of them. And they won't tell you how many numbers there are, I'm not sure okay. why, but I, it, it said for security reasons, so it must have something to do with hunting. Um, but it's basically, um, it's basically, uh, what am I trying to say? Housed over at the Mambo Camp, I believe, and it's a conservation okay. effort. And they do a lot of education. Like I said, I was going to go to that lecture. They do a lot of education, and this camp in general has a huge eco turn to it. So they're trying to make as minimal of a footprint in that game reserve as possible which of course i love okay and if you want to donate to the wilderness trust and help their rhinos come back it's www.wildernesstrust.com slash donate nice i know bring the rhinos i love the animal ones (laughs) i know (laughs) that's awesome you know last week when you told um when you told me about the hawaii trip you started you started off by saying um well, we just got our tax return back, and I was sure you were going to say that you adopted a donkey. <gasps> I was like, and you adopted a donkey. And you're like, and we bought- I do want to do that. It will happen. I know it will. It's going to happen. <laughs> uh, my husband will kill me, but I don't care. It's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, that donkey. Um, I know. All right. Well, those are our days. That's it. I know. Good times. We made it. What's your happy? Oh, no. Oh. I forgot. It's okay. To think about a happy. Uh, um, my happy. I am so, I, you know what? I am so happy. I'm trying to will it. I am, um, I am so happy. I'm trying to will it. <laughs> you know how sometimes if you just start saying something out loud, like improv, you just kind of keep talking. You just have to go. Yeah. You just have to open your yeah, mouth. Like you just, you just don't stop. Um, I am so happy that we got our um, pilot light working again. So now I have hot water. Oh, that's a really good happy. 
Yeah. Yesterday it wasn't working and I had to take a cold shower and I was miserable. Ooh. Um, I'm happy that for the last two, actually, even when I go back on the ship, I've been staying in places recently with big king beds, including the hotel I'm in right now. And the thing that that makes me really happy about is that (laughs) when I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I switch sides of the bed when I come back to the bed because then I always have like a cold side of the bed to sleep on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So funny. And it makes me really happy. I do like a cold pillow for sure. Yeah. We've talked about this before, I think, that we were wanted to to, um, pay someone $10,000 to figure this out for me. But I'm also in the middle of shopping for a mattress. P.S. If anybody has a mattress recommendation, can you please tell us? Oh, you can always email us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or Twitter or our Facebook page. Um, we're around, and please tell me what mattress I should get. Thank you. <laughs> here's here's what I need. I need a mattress. Oh, I should have put this on my wish list. I need a mattress that is – everybody does memory foam now, and I don't like memory foam because I feel that they're hot and they don't support my back. But it's the trend, and I, I need to know what mattress I can get that isn't going to break my bank and is going to support yep. my lower back and also not be hot. Right. So get back to me, please, world. Yes, please contact us. Please contact us. All right. Uh, should we just wrap this up, this 75,000-minute episode of 10K Dollar Day? You know what? It's not that bad. I'm only at an hour. And you're going to cut out at least 25 minutes of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll never know until you listen. <laughs> to l- uh, that's the best part. A little anxiety. <laughs> In me every time. I'm like, oh, God, I hope she cuts a lot of What's that out. What's it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, let's get out of here. You know what they say? All right. With friends like us. <laughs> Do you know what they say? <laughs> <laughs> I had to second guess myself, but yes, I do. Who needs oh. amenities? <laughs> <laughs>